I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your home or wherever you're listening to our program from. I hope our time is just right. Sometimes it's morning, noon, or night, uh, whatever. Uh, it's my, my, my blessing to be with you. The book of Psalms, Psalm 137. We're going to be reading verse 18 as far as our verse of Scripture at this time. Hey, if you ever like to correspond with us, we're as easy as that oh, keyboard that's either in your hand or in notebook form or else desk form. Uh, you can contact us by just... Uh, we're part of that World Wide Web, that www. It's just, it's just FOMM.org, FOMM.org. Uh, that'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. Also, uh, our programs are available on Apple Podcast, And if you'll visit FOMM.org and that forward slash podcast, you can pick us anytime, anywhere, because uh, uh, not only just through the station that you're listening to our program from. Thank you for just being there. What I'm going to do now at this particular time, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know the God of the wind? The wind, W-I-N-D. The God of the wind. Why do you associate God with wind? Well, you'll see in just a few moments. As a commercial fisherman, I certainly uh, gain, uh, after uh, I guess uh, I become more of a mature uh, person, gain great respect for the wind. Because as a fisherman, uh, sometimes our, the old fishing industry was dependent upon the wind. What about the wind? Where does it come from? Where does it come from? Uh, what causes the wind to blow? I'm glad you ask. As far as the wind is concerned, as science tells us, it's just a natural movement of air. Science tells us wind is just caused by differences in atmospheric pressure. Uh, the uneven heating of the Earth's surface by the sun. That's what science would say. Uh, I'm going to say something like this. I'm going to read you a couple of verses of scripture to show you that the wind didn't come through some ev evolutionary process or some planetorial orbiting. In fact, I read Amos chapter 4 and verse 13 first, and then Psalm chapter 147. Amos 4, 13, For lo, he that formed the mountains and created the wind. Hey, you heard me right. And created the wind, the Lord the God of hosts is his name. As far as the wind is concerned, how does it, you know, how does it blow? You know, what's the, what causes it to blow? Psalm chapter 137, verse 18, David speaking of God, all oh, the God of hosts here. And it says, praise you the Lord for he is good, you know. Psalm 147, verse one, but all the way down to verse 18. He sendeth out his word and melteth them. He 
causeth his wind to blow and the waters flow. He said, you really believe that, Brother Mon? Yes, I do. So people say, yeah, you Christians, you talk about God. Where is this God? I, I see no God. Just walk outside, sir. Feel the wind blowing against your face. What is that? That's coming from the very breath of God. God created the wind, and he causes He causes it to blow. Someone asked uh, this, what if there was no wind? <clears throat> According to science, all would die. Of course, by the time you get to in, in your Bible, you go all the way down to Revelation chapter 7. Finally, we think about God has gotten enough of man's sin. As far as this earth is concerned, God's people have been taken out. They're in a time called Great Tribulation. And in Revelation chapter 7, it speaks of a time where four angels, my friend, comes. You know what they're going to do? They're going to shut the wind off. You know what's going to happen? All death and destruction is ahead. So we think about the wind. It's very, very, very important. The windiest place on earth, they say, is in Antarctica. The strongest wind here in the U.S., the strongest wind ever, I guess they uh, took and clocked it, was at 231 miles an hour. Can you imagine a wind blowing that hard? Strongest wind gust. I believe that was in the state of New Hampshire. Uh, the strongest wind actually through a tornado was 318 miles per hour. The calmest place on earth where sometimes there's just no wind whatsoever, of course, is on the equator, a place called uh, the doldrums that's there. The wind. God created the wind. Once again, not through some ev evolutionary process. You know, the wind, air in motion, a must for mankind. Where does it come from? David said in Psalm 135 and verse 7, he bringeth the wind out of his treasures. Where is God? <laughs> Feel the wind, my friend. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 4, he gathereth the wind in his fist. Can you imagine a God so great? He had reached out on this earth. Just grab all the wind that's there and hold it in his fist and then sling it out, you know. Wind, sometimes in the Bible, it's used over 146 times, symbolizes and brings life. Uh, in the book of Job, Job chapter 7 and verse 7, he said, my life is wind. Uh, in the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 33 and verse 6, David said, the heavens were made by the breath of of his mouth. Oh. Then I understand Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7. God formed man of the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Ezekiel chapter 37, all there to Ezekiel said, prophesy unto the wind, breathe upon these. Of course, a prophetic uh, chapter. And talks about the nation of Israel, how they're going to come forth as bones from the ground. Brings life. You know, the ocean waves. Sometimes I've been out at sea and just, I'll be honest with you, just scary. See the waves just get higher and higher and higher and higher, you know, and then crash down on one another. The seas just on top of one another. Just the big white caps that's there crashing down. What is happening? God is bringing oxygen into the water. See, we think about waves are an energy source. It just is there to sustain life, to bring life. Do you know that God 
you know, the God of the wind. Sometimes it could be destructive, knowledge is life, but sometimes wind is associated with death. As far as people are concerned, the book of Job, Job chapter 1 and verse 19, remember there was a great wind there that smote the four corners of Job's house. And you know, his children were in there. You know what took place? All of his children did. A wind smote the four corners of the house. We would think here in this country, it'd be like a tornado. Not only just people, but also crops. In the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 10, verse 13, Ah, the Lord sent a strong east wind. You know what it brought? It brought the locusts in, and the locusts ate everything there. Just ruined the crops in the land of Egypt. The wind, oh, could bring trouble also. We think about to ships. In the book of Acts, Acts chapter 27 and verse 14, it talked about a tempestuous, a tempestuous rather, a tempestuous wind. What was its name? Eurocladon, you know. What did it do? Just beat the ship to pieces, you know. Not only just people and crops and ships, but we think about the wind. The book of 1 Kings chapter 19, a great and strong wind rent the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks that's there. One of the strongest of forces upon the face of the earth. And you put the wind and water together and you've got the strongest force. But as far as the wind is concerned, you know what I'm glad for? I know the God of the wind, for that being true, he controls the wind. The book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 4, he stepped to the bow of the boat one time and put his hands in the air and said, Peace, be still, and the winds ceased. Other things about the wind in the Bible. The north wind is a clearing wind. Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 23, it driveth away the rain. The south wind usually brings warmth, like you find in Luke chapter 12 and verse 55. The wind, the wind, what are you trying to do, Brother Mon? i uh, just show you the God of the wind. The wind speaks of uh, sometimes the works of the Holy Spirit is likened unto wind. What is it, John chapter 3 and verse 8? Uh, talks about uh, Jesus speaking to Nicodemus there. He said, the wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. As far as the wind is concerned, you can't see it, but you can feel its effect. As far as wind is concerned, uh, now this is a study in itself right here. God uses the wind as a means of transport. In the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 18 and verse 10, it said he flies upon the wings of the wind. So chapter Psalm 104 and verse 3, it said he walked upon the wings of the wind. The wind, the wind blows in circuits, science tells us. That's exactly what Solomon said in Ezekiel chapter 1, or rather Ecclesiastes, I'm sorry. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 6, it talks about how the wind goes to the south and then turns around. Goes in circuits there. Our wind, where I live, oh, in the wintertime, the wind comes out of the north, oh, the cool air comes in, then it goes around to the northeast, and then the east, and then the southeast, and the south, and then the west, and back out of the north again. Just goes in circuits, just like God says. Sometimes the wind, as it's connected with storms, uh, helps us to understand that God's ways are past finding out. And sometimes the wind comes as judgment, as we've mentioned already. But I'll, I'll just end by saying this. You know, sometimes God uses the wind just to get man's attention. 
I have read over and over again in this program, Psalm chapter 107. It talks about they that go down to the sea in ships. You know what God does to people who, uh, I guess there is a seeking and a searching for God. Sometimes he speak to you just through the wind. It says in Psalm 107 that all for people that went down to the sea in ships, he raised the stormy waves. Oh, as far as the wind is concerned, the wind is blowing hard and the waves are so high and men stagger like a drunken man. What is God trying to do? It says, then uh, they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. You know, isn't that good? Then they tried unto the Lord and they are cried unto the Lord in their trouble. And he bringeth them out of their distresses. And it says, oh, that men would praise the Lord. So sometimes God could speak to you through the wind. Sir, people might ask, where is this God of these Christians, you know? Go outside, feel the wind against your face. Stick your head out your car window, out your truck, or there on your boat, you know. Feel the wind against your face and know that they're is a God. For lo, he that formeth the mountains and created the wind, the Lord, the God of hosts, is his name. I'm glad I know the God of the wind. Came to know him through the person of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, when I trusted his son as my savior. Have you ever done that? Trusted the work of Christ, all the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Trust the work of Christ to provide salvation of soul. I'm glad I know the God of the wind that causeth the wind to blow. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.